Welcome to our final podcast of 2023. This is chapter 98. And on today's offering, we'll serve up some of the French traditions for New Year's Eve. We'll also take a look at some of our favorite stories over the past year. This is Jeff and Julie moved to France during a global pandemic. So I want to uh, take a quick second to thank you for uh, uh, a wonderful birthday celebration this year. Oh, I'm glad you enjoyed. Yeah, we had we had uh, uh, some friends over for dinner, and I made your favorite pasta dish. Yes. And I uh, was able to pull it off even without finding Italian sausage. Can't yeah. can't find that very easily here. We here's the funny thing about what, what we what we can get in the grocery stores. Now again, got to preface this always by saying. I'm sure it's different in Paris yeah. or, or the bigger centers, yeah. but yeah. just around here, we we can't find specialty foods. Well, it, it seems as though we have access to a lot of Spanish uh-huh. offerings, but not so much Italian. And and you and you'd think why? Why? Like there's Spain, there's Italy. They're both know. right there. I don't know. You've got to ask yourself why that is. But I was able to, you know, fashion something up, and and uh, it was a, a lovely meal. Lots of laughs. Oh yeah, we had a great time. Yeah, I made one of my f- my favorite uh, cocktails for the appetizer. Yeah, explain that. Or the l'apéro, sorry. Um, so it's very light. It's prosecco and a dessert orange that's sliced up, uh, some ice cubes, um, some cranberry juice. And a sprig of, of rosemary, mm-hmm. and you drink it through a straw, and it's light and delicious, and uh, a perfect holiday. Just a starter. Apéro. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's really nice. No, the whole thing was great, and you, I, I this, Julie's amazing with the 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 red meat cooking. Because she can't taste it. She doesn't eat red meat, hasn't eaten red meat since she was, what, 12 or 14? 14, yeah. And so she's kind of just winging it and always gets me to taste it. And I never have a like a complaint. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Well, that was good. And and, and before we had our, our your birthday meal, you were able to connect with your buddies back home. Yeah, we do this as sort of a uh, tradition because two of us, so there are four guys. Uh, and I'll, you know what? Uh, Danny always takes a, a screenshot of the uh, of the Zoom call. Ah. <laughs> so uh, I will post that on our Facebook page. But uh, yeah, it's Dan Duran, Humble Howard, Howard Glassman, and uh, Danny Kingsbury. And the four of us go back 45 years. Yeah, in radio. In radio. And it's just been a, a, a kind of a cool tradition because both Danny and I share Boxing Day as a birthday, and not only the same day, but the same year. So we're exactly the same age. I don't think I ever asked you the question, though, who was born first on that day? Me. I was born at uh, 1.30 in the morning. He was born at 1.30 in the afternoon. Oh, wow. Okay, so, I'm so you're 12, 12 years, hours older. 12, okay. Um, yeah, so it's always a great time. We catch up. We should probably do it more often, but it's a guarantee that we do it Boxing Day every year, and this this year for some reason it was it was great because we it was almost a two hour call. But here's the difference now from say ten or fifteen years ago. The first ten minutes or fifteen minutes of the call now is all about what's wrong with <laughs> your medi- medically wrong yeah. with each other. Oh yeah, well I can top that. You know, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll see your defib and and I will raise you uh, arthritic thumbs. You mean afib? Whatever. (laughs) 
Anyway, well, I'm glad you guys had a good time. You, you, the call took so long. I was kind of considering sending a rescue crew, <laughs> but uh, but you came back in safe and sound, so that was good, and you were happy, a big smile on your face. So yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, yeah, we, we had a gen- genuine laughs. Yes, and speaking of a smile on your face, uh, more trouble with orange, huh? Now, why would you why would you throw shade? I'm just enjoying the memory of uh, the Zoom our, call. Our, our phone, our Zoom call. And by the way, it always starts off with with Dan coming in late. Mm-hmm. Dan's always late mm-hmm. uh, and fumbling around, and his headphones didn't work, and this and that, and that's always but that's you, always that's the, what you expect. I know you, that's you know, always the, the kickoff. Show. Yeah, it, it's the show. Yeah, it's the kickoff. You, yeah, it, it would be like if he came in on time and everything mm-hmm. worked, we'd be. Sort of disappointed, I think. Like, who are you, and where's Dan Duran? <laughs> but uh, yeah, we've this this orange thing is just the gift that keeps on. I don't know how a company is run this way. I, I really just have no idea how they uh, h- how it works. Uh, but again, we and and we were talking about it on the Zoom call, and it's the same with Bell and Rogers back home. And you know, people get mad, and then they flip, and then they so they're mad with Bell, and then they go to Rogers and. I mean, you, obviously, in both countries, there aren't a lot of choice. Uh, yeah, there prob- isn't a lot of there, choice. There are probably more choices if you live in in the U.S. Yes, but you know, Canada is limited. There's a lot of legislation and and monopoly. And, and, and France uh, certainly Same doesn't time. have many providers in our area. No, no, we have no. I asked a guy. There are three providers, I think, in in the entire uh, country. Oh, okay. There's that SN something something. Uh, uh, anyway, it's 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 orange and two or three others. But what 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 are you going to talk about this time? Well, okay. So um, remember, we've been talking about what was included, yes, or what we thought was included uh-huh. on our package, yeah, because we got the top package with with orange, yes, and what we thought was included was uh, among other things, none of which work, um, was this uh, internet. Of a portable internet thing, right? Uh, which I thought was part of the permanent package. I think it is. Okay, just let me let me. This this is what happened. So we, the the SIM card didn't work. So it it's a two hundred gig, um, portable airbox. Air airbox is yeah. what it's called. It's a yeah. portable thing. And uh, you know, I did everything right. I I talked about it on on the last podcast, and you know. Uh, so I had to, a, a booking to go to the boutique and, and, uh, oh, oh, they gave you the wrong, you know, first of all, they gave you the wrong chip. So mm-hmm. we put in a chip and we got it up and running. And then, then the guy says to me, so when are you bringing this back? And I said, uh, what? I, I'm, I've never used it. I, what do you mean? When am I bringing it back? And then he shows me on the box, P-R-E-T. Mm-hmm. And so what this thing is, was designed for is you had a month with it, not permanent, mm. not to take on your travels. Mm. Uh, you had a month to use up the 200 gigs. Uh, as in, a loner? As a loner in between whatever you had before mm. and the fiber. Right. So that while they were getting everything all connected, then that you had this mm-hmm. as a backup. Yeah. But I do think that our package offers us one of those, but we have to call as per usual. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. Because I just got the bill today and it's way out of line. So we got to call for that again. So there I am. And he said, well, do you have the fiber? And I go, well, yeah. We well, said, well, then you don't need this. And so I gave it up right there because I didn't want to come. I don't want to come back. Yeah. 
So there you go. We'll I have just... to ask more questions. I'm not. Oh, I can't not... wait. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. There's so many layers to this issue, and it's so super frustrating. In yeah. any case, we did have a lovely Christmas lunch. You know what? I just have to say, we've had a, outside of this crap, we've had a really nice week. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's been it's been peaceful, quiet, lots of laughs. Uh, we've watched some good movies. We've had some good food. Um, but, you know, unlike Canada, where everything closes up on Christmas Day, except for, I think, a few chain restaurants and maybe some, some Chinese, some Chinese food. food. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but here, restaurants open and they make a big deal of le déjeuner de Noël. Mm-hmm. And so it was a preset menu. We didn't know what to expect. No. Um, but we went to this, it's called Auberge du Brelan, and it's in a small little community just a little south from us called Ante. Yeah, it's spelled like Anth, A-N-T-H-E. Yes, and it's uh, really tiny, like mm. 200 inhabitants, like very small. Um, but this is an auberge and it's very celebrated and very well known for its cuisine. And so we had reserved back in November and we got our table. Great and table. The place was Jammed. Well, and I think here's the reason that it's jammed, and I think here's also the reason why there are the odd restaurant open on Christmas Day, and that is because in France they celebrate the big meal on the 24th on Christmas Eve. Yes. So the following day, nobody wants to cook, mm-hmm. and 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 it's funny because this place was jammed with like large groups, like yeah, 10, 12 people, families, families. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, it was great, and we we you know started out with an amuse bouche. Which was a selection of, I think, a uh, little, um, yeah, little bisque and a little um, salmon, mm-hmm. and uh, there was a, a little, chicken thing. Yeah, and then and then we had two appetizers. Yeah, which were both delicious, and one was surprising to us because we almost told them not to bring it because we're not a big fan of foie gras, but they brought it and. It was really good. I know. Good. It was a surprise. It, it was, was a, really delish. Because they had this sort of, uh, I, I would say, sort of a caramelized onion relish that went with the uh, foie gras. Mm-hmm. And I, I, for me, the foie gras, it's more of a consistency thing. I just kind of look at it and it's pasty. And I, but, but it was good. It was I, really, really good. I enjoyed it. And then we had the the shrimp with the this the scallop oh. that were that was grilled that was delicious. Then we had the capon for the main, mm-hmm. and then we had the traditional bouchette de Noël. Right, and that's kind of a Christmas cake, and it's chocolatey, and it's in the form of a log, a you know a Christmas log. Yeah, and the whole thing, the service was great. Uh, we just had a really great time. Um, I would definitely go back next. Uh, Noel. Yeah, we'll do that. And I did take some pictures of the food, Danny. <laughs> so I will try and get them up on the Facebook page. <laughs> yes. And yesterday, to try to walk off some of the copious amounts oh. of food that we've been consuming, yeah. we decided that we'd go back on our traditional walk in the forest with the three dogs. Now, this is the first time that we were doing it together since my epic fall. Holy. that, And, and that is still just imprinted in my mind. <laughs> and it was one of those no and I, I couldn't reach out and help and down the hill you went and you know mm. the bruising we've illustrated that on the Facebook page all but better now everything's fine and yesterday was event free as a matter of fact it was it was it was 
person and animal free. We didn't see a soul. We were the only people in, in on the forest walk, and it was a beautiful sunny day. The forest floor was still slippery because we've had Ugh. a lot of rain, of um, but we managed. We managed, and uh, I, I think we're we're probably due for another one today. Yeah, no, we'll we'll go today. It's just here's the thing. And it's not so much even that it's raining, but even when it's not raining, it's so humid because mm-hmm. we're up uh, higher on the on the mountain here, if you want to call it that, and we get all this mist in the morning, and everything's mm-hmm. wet. Everything's wet from November till uh, till March mm-hmm. here. It's just wet. Like you, you can never walk on dry grass here. It's yeah. impossible. You have to be very careful. I mean, the the upside to it is everything's quite green. Oh, it sure is. Right, and the grass is still kind of growing. So, uh, you know, it, it's uh, but but. It's Aquitaine. The, the, yep. our, our you know region is Aquitaine, which has aqua in it, which means water. Yeah, no, and, and we had a good walk. Uh, the idiots were okay. I don't know. They were fine. They were fine. Yeah. They're just not that good on leash. But- the only one, like, I think Brad the Husky is just, he, he's such a, first of all, I don't know where he stores all of his liquid. That dog, <laughs> I, I'm telling you. <laughs> That dog squirts on every leaf of grass. It's, it's, un- it's I've never seen anything like it. Yep. And Anna pretty crazy. went to town. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Like I think I think because she had a broken leg when she was in Greece, uh there's something about when she's moving that she moves. She she has movement. She does, you know. Um so she she won the uh, the competition for the most poopage yesterday, but uh in any case, speaking of poopage, yes, your favorite story of the year. Well, you know what? I got to tell you, I have uh, I have two k- stories, and unfortunately, they both involve poop. Oh, uh, but the first story is my favorite story of the year here in France, and Julie introduced this to us. I think in July. I think at some point in July or August, one of our uh, podcast back then, but um, it's it's the story of the mayor in the French town of Béziers, which is uh, southeast France, mm-hmm. and uh, he has had it, had it with the dog poopage there, and it's not just um, the regular uh, residents, but, but also... The, you know, the, some of the tourists that just let their dogs go poop everywhere. And mm-hmm. you know what? This is this has always been a, a long time complaint about France. However, it's been completely eradicated in Paris. Paris, there are very few issues. Yeah, the owners have become much more yes. responsible. Yeah. So you, you won't see that in Paris. Like I remember 20 years ago, that was the big knock on Paris. You know, keep your eyes down. Yeah. You, you know, you had to you walk around. Yeah. To make sure that you avoided what were the droppings on the on, on the ground. But the mayor of Bézier, Robert Menard, uh, said that uh, he is fed up with the residents and, and, and visitors leaving their dog feces all over the place. He said it's thousands a year that they have to pick up. And so uh, he decided to take matters into his own hands. Now, he tried this a few years ago, and the courts wouldn't allow it because they thought it was an infringement on personal rights but then this this uh pilot project if you want was approved Mm. and so here's the deal if you're a resident of bezier and you own a dog 
you must take your dog and have its DNA registered through a saliva sample. Mm-hmm. So once they have the DNA of your dog, <laughs> then if a turd is collected in the limits of Béziers and it tests according to the DNA of your dog, mm-hmm. you are fined. Mm-hmm. A hundred and is it a hundred and twenty-two bucks? That's right. Euros. Yeah, Julie. Euros. (laughs) Holy God! What do you think it is? Well, you know, I. God. There's a difference. Every. (laughs) This is not going well. You know, like when Ian talks about yeah stuff here, he Uh says quid. Okay. Uh Yeah. Well, okay. I would correct him, too. Yeah. Well, that would go over really well. <laughs> Why don't you just take your little Medal of Honor <laughs> and buzz off? Okay, so, so, so do you get this in the mail? Uh, the, they they will, yeah, I guess they'll they'll send it to uh, the owner, 122 bucks. People who are stopped uh, walking their dog in specific areas who don't have the passport are fined. Thirty-eight oh. bucks. Oh. So that that that's you know you you've got to go and get this little passport mm-hmm. and register your dog. But I just think this is the this is the best story of the year because it's I I love the I love the initiative of the mayor and he says I will stop you know and uh, but but the the one thing that I was thinking of is uh, the the poor guy who who gets this task. Francois, can you can you come in here? Come, I got. Employment opportunity of a lifetime, kid. Mm. I'm telling you, you're gonna. This is a growth potential job for you. Oh yeah, what is it? You get to go pick up dog poo and test it. So, Good do, times. So, sorry, do they bring it to a lab? Yeah, I guess so. I guess there's a, a very simple process that uh, identifies the I, cut. Yeah, yeah, because they've they've registered the DNA. Huh. And uh, okay. Yeah, apparently it was uh, not removed from the plan um, that uh, originally turned it down, and the new decree was passed on May 12th of uh, 2023, this year. And uh, so it's a two-year experiment. Uh-huh. It's it's underway right now, and uh, he's going to give leniency to tourists for the first bit of time, but uh-huh. after that, all bets are off, wow. and uh, well, Mayor well, Menard well, is on the warpath for well, dog really- poop. We'll really have to keep a close eye on on how this yeah experiment works out. Yeah, because I mean you you know there it, it it could be it could be rife with co- corruption. You know, you, well, you, who knows it? It might help to pave the streets. Yeah, <laughs> with something other than dog poop. Exactly. And then this quick story here, uh, which just happened the other day. Uh, just the saddest. <laughs> oh no! Although funny, oh, I mean, no. not not. How can something be sad and funny? Well, it's the gift that keeps on giving. It was a big Christmas dinner for Airbus, uh, Airbus Atlantic. They had twenty six hundred employees, and oh, they were wow. having yeah, they were having a big Christmas dinner, and the uh, it was organized and provided by the company's own restaurant there at uh, Montoire de Bretagne, up in Loire. Atlantic region of Western France, and oh, the delicacies similar to what we had. Oh, we had foie gras, scallops, lobster, uh, followed by uh, ice cream logs, hazelnut, and chocolate mousse. Oh, it's just fantastic. Uh, great deal. And then 700 of them got food poisoning. Come on. 
Can you imagine 700 people running for the crapper? Oh, my goodness. Holy. So they they don't quite know uh, what caused well, yeah, it. Yeah, what's the culprit? No, they don't know. It's all under investigation because oh. it could have been the foie gras. It could have been, you know, the, the scampi. The, it, oh. Maybe it was the competition. Oh, I oh another airline, mm-hmm. another airplane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they said nobody was seriously ill, but one woman said... This was worse than giving birth. It <laughs> was open up the sluices at both ends, this one. Yeah, you feel, you know what, when you do, unfortunately, we all probably have had an episode of, of you know, food-related illness. Oh, yeah. And uh, it, it's very humbling. You feel I, so vulnerable. Well, I had one this year, I think. Uh, we, I think you did. Yeah, I sure did. Yeah, that was a, a fun, fun night. And and it's funny. Uh, I'm sure in this case, just like with mine, it happens within 28 or 48 hours. We went to a restaurant, and at two o'clock in the morning, it was uh, air raids, air raid sirens. (laughs) Both exits, no stop. That's right. (laughs) So as we mentioned off the top, this is our final podcast of 2023. It's been kind of a yeah. It hasn't been our best year, that's for sure. But we've uh, had challenges, you know. Yeah. But uh, you know, all in all, we've. Got our health back. We're we're healthier <laughs> than we were two weeks ago. Oh, okay, two weeks ago. I mean, here you're, you're still wheezing like a like a sailor, and but I, it's much better. Yeah, and I'm still coughing. Yeah, no, no, it's true. But it is. Yeah, it's just been a kind of a kick in the pants here, hoping for a little lighter year. Yeah, for 2024. You know, like some good news. Yeah, just some lighter. fewer challenges and, and some good news. But you know, we're we're complaining. <laughs> But you know we're we 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 have a lot to be grateful for. Absolutely, no, for sure. Um, but uh, yeah, the next uh, next podcast will be a new year. It's kind of cool. It will be. Yeah, we'll turn the page. Mm-hmm. Um, so New Year's Eve is a big deal in France. Is it? Yeah, it, it is. Like it, you know, people g- get together. It's 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 more frequent that people have house parties and they invite family and friends we're, to come we're, and, and yeah, bring we're, in. We're invited to one. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited. Like we're, we're the friends component, and the rest of of, of the people that, that will be at this particular gathering will be family. Family, and I, I'm quite honored because it's a big family, and yeah. we're the only friends invited, and it's just going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Now, for me, it's going to be a bit of a challenge because it will be pretty much wall to wall français. But uh, you know what? These are such great people. They're so gracious, and and they they do know that I'm trying. Yes, so. and I I think. Uh, one of the brothers speaks English. Hopefully I'll be sitting next to him. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> so the one thing that you'll need to do, Jeff, in y- French, yes. is wish everyone une bonne année. Bonne année. Bonne année. Uh, and you will need to know bonne année throughout the month of January because it's traditional that you wish bonne année to anyone you haven't seen or spoken to Um what if it's the in first? The year. What if the first time you see them is July? Okay, that's pro- probably bon- it's expired. Bon then no, oh, okay. I would say the month of January. I see. So even if it's January fifteenth, if you haven't seen them, it's Bonani. Yeah, and you would do the same in Canada. You say Happy New Year to somebody that you. Yeah. S- yeah. Yeah. Of course. And you know, in in this celebration with friends and family, people usually wear their best garb. Oh. Um, because it's a special occasion. You're you're you know revisiting the year. Damn, I had those. I had I had I bought a brand new pair of cargo shorts, uh-huh. and uh, that's what I was going with. <laughs> yeah, well, you've got a few days to kind of figure it out, Shoot. but um, okay. but there's an expression um, 
uh, when you're taking it, when you're you're putting yourself together and you're you're you know wearing your best clothing mm-hmm. and your best outfits. In French, it's called se mettre sur son trente et un. Trente et un is thirty one. And that's okay. New Year's Eve. Oh, I see. So putting on putting on your thirty one oh. means you're getting sharp. You're getting you're going to be all dressed up. And do you think they they use that throughout the year? Uh, like say yes. A, 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 and yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's if, a saying. If you're going to a celebration or a big event or whatever, you're yep, you're putting on your thirty one. Say it in in French. Uh, se mettre sur son trente et un. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like in Canada say, oh, it looks like you're wearing your Sunday best. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I see. Okay. Exactly. I see. Exactly. That's cool. And then another tradition is les bees, les kisses. Ah, the bees. Right? Yes. Um, so if you're at a house party in France, the tendency is that you go wish everybody at the party, even people that you don't know very well, um, uh, a bonne année and a kiss. With tongue? No. Oh, no. Gross. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and typically, um, there will be mistletoe hung. You, you know what? You're such a baby. Like, jeez. <sighs> I'm, I'm just having my own party oh. over here. <laughs> oh. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> so, so mistletoe. Yeah. Okay, so it's it's hung over doorways and and typically you for, for Christmas. No, for New Year's Eve. Oh, here it's more of a New Year's Eve thing, a, a réveillon, than a Christmas thing. And old tradition was that you would, if you had mistletoe, you would pick a berry and it would be a kiss for each berry, uh, until there were no more berries less left and then no kisses. I'm not talking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so uh, the French word for mistletoe yes. is gui. Gui? G-U-I. Gui. Oh, okay. Right? And it's it's it grows everywhere in France. Now you, There's a lot of it in Europe. You think that you've spotted mistletoe on one of our oak trees? Yeah, I think so. Uh, so mistletoe is a hemiparasitic plant. What does that mean? It lives off of another plant. Oh. It does not have roots into the ground. It has roots into the other plant and survives by drawing water and vitamins and and from that. A that, leech. It's a, it, it's a parasite. It is. A, I mean, wow. but, you know, back, back in the day, the Druids um, thought that it had medicinal purposes. It still has some today. Bloody Druids. Because, <laughs> you know... England and France was Celtic country, mm-hmm. um, and so this plant was very revered. Uh, was thought to bring prosper- prosperity, mm. health, um, uh, fertility. Um, so that's part of why it's been integrated into some of the holiday celebrations. Oh. So I-, I thought to myself, we've got lots of trees. Maybe we've got some wild mistletoe. Okay. And what you look for are you know trees that are now bare because the leaves have fallen but greenery uh, that are attached to some of the branches so it's kind of a viney thing too right like it it's it's more of a a bushy bally thing I see. okay you know we do have ivy growing on yeah. some of our trees but it's this is something completely different okay so um you know I, I, I'll I'll show you what I think Think might be okay. We'll take some pictures mistletoe. of it. You know, I'll, I'll take my big camera and I'll, I'll zoom in, and then you can look on the on the on the camera as okay. opposed to. 
Okay. Yeah. That's great. Um, you know, and m- many people bring mistletoe to the hosts of a party because it, you know, for, it, it's a New Year's gift. Oh yeah. That uh, wish them luck in the next twelve months. Okay, but but here's the thing. Yeah. Let's let's make sure that it's mistletoe and not like poison ivy. <laughs> hey, happy New Year! <laughs> and everybody's got a rash. Yeah, let's make sure that it's mistletoe. Yeah, we'll have to check that out. Yeah, we will. <laughs> the other thing that's really popular is champagne. Mm-hmm. A lot of the French toast the New Year with champagne, Ulster, also seafood, oysters. Okay. Um, so it's you know it's a way of being with friends and family, being thankful for the year that's gone by, and you know looking ahead to the new year. Or in our case, get out. <laughs> Um, so that brings me to the French phrase of the day. It's a New Year's phrase. It is, and it's from our very uh, prolific Victor Hugo. Ah, uh, Victor Hugo. Okay. All right. Oh, boy. Here we go. Saluons ensemble cette nouvelle année qui vieillit notre amitié sans vieillir notre cœur. Yeah, this is uh, this is a little above my pay grade. This one. I mean, I'm going to say that uh, is is that from Salute, Salion? Yes, Salion. Yes. So that would be we assemble uh, this new this new year. Is that right? No. We. we yeah. Well, it's more welcome. We welcome welco- together. Uh, oh yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. We welcome together the new year. Mm-hmm. Uh, that. I don't know what amitié is. Is that health or something? Amitié is friendship. Friendship, yeah. So, and uh, and our heart. Uh, without, I don't know. I don't know what this vie. Can you v i e i l l i t? What the hell is that word? Vieilli is age. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, like vieille is old. Yes. Okay, I'll I'll hand it over to you. I, I've okay. muddled enough. Let's welcome together this new year that ages our friendship without aging our heart. Oh, Victor. Isn't he good? He's very good. Okay, one more time in French. Saluons ensemble cette nouvelle année qui vieillit notre amitié sans vieillir notre cœur. Wow, well, happy new year, Victor Hugo. Yeah, he, yeah. he sure is responsible for uh, a boatload of great sayings. That's a nice one. It is a nice one. Yeah. And it's perfect for la Saint-Sylvestre, which is... New Year's Eve oh, in yeah. France. I've got a funny story. Uh-huh. So we're, t- <laughs> we're Segaline is talking about this party. Yes. Okay. Now, uh, we live next to a town called St. <laughs> Sylvester. <laughs> and so she's talking about the party. And I hear, because, you know, again, I'm picking out words here and there. So I'm doing okay. And I'm listening. And, I'm, and then I hear St. Sylvester and I say, I thought the party was at your house. <laughs> but St. Sylvester is actually what they call New Year's. Right? Yes. Yeah. And they they, they they have this Saint Sylvestre on December 31st because Saint Sylvestre was an actual person uh-huh. who lived at the between I don't know. He he died in 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 I think 335 okay. AD. Mm-hmm. And he died on December 31st. Ah. So that's why it is called Saint-Sylvestre. 
Well, uh, I hope we have a nice time, and I hope oh, you... Oh, no doubt we will have a good time. Sorry. You have a nice time as well, because uh, New Year's is always... Uh, it, it's, it's, it's a rebirth. It's a, you know, it's a chance for you to get your ducks in a row and your gym membership in line. <laughs> so that you can cancel it in March, because that's what that's all about. That's right. That's right. Uh, but uh, hey, listen, coming up, this is our again our final one of 2023. We'll have our first podcast of the new year next Friday, and then the following Friday, the 12th of Jan, we will have for you our 100th podcast, and we can't wait. We've got all kinds of neat little surprises for you. Um, yeah, you shared some of the questions. <clears throat> yeah. Um, with me and very interesting and, and for me, thought-provoking. And you know what? There's still time. We are going to start getting this in the can here shortly. So uh, if you do have any last-minute questions for us, please address them on our Facebook page at Jeff and Julie Move to France, and we will try and answer them on our 100th episode on January 12th. So join us Friday for our first podcast of 2024, and our 99th podcast overall. We'll see you then. Bonne année.